Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everybody, this is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. Great to be with you. I want to apologize right up front. I know I'm not clean shaven, but just left the facility and then came back and worked on stories and gone through all my notes. It's taken time and I wanted to get this information out to you as soon as possible. Today was day one of the joint practices with the San Francisco 49ers and I've got 18 notes here, actually 19, that I want to discuss with you today. Things that stood out with me. I'm going to give you some negatives, maybe some things that I think the Raiders need to work on, some other stuff. But uh, overall, very impressive day of the Raiders. Now, I need to go back because I told you throughout all of OTAs and minicamp, you don't judge rookies without pads on. And then pads come on, and I think then you can start judging rookies. Now, remember, Michael Mayer was held out today. Um, He's got something, but it's extremely minor. Um, In fact, I was described as me. If it were a game week, he would be playing. But they're going to be careful because he's a rookie and they want to, you know, be safe. So, but the point of the matter is, is – you may hate the char the, the the Niners. You may love them. Whatever your your point is, is is fine. That's your perspective. But that's a good football team. I've said all along, if they, you know, settle down and put Purdy in there and let Purdy do do his thing, I would not be shocked if they're in a Super Bowl next year. So, and I know that just makes a bunch of Raider fans mad. I I don't care. I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful of you. I'm just trying to weigh everything. I've been telling you all offseason these since these were announced, these are going to be the biggest um, events of the preseason, been much bigger than the games. And so the first thing you need to know is it was good competition. The second thing you need to know is when you're talking about guys, you know, you need to also be talking about who are they going against. Now, I think San Francisco has one of the best defenses in all of the National Football League, and I think they have a very good offense. Um, there were some players out on both sides, but uh, there was a lot of one-on-ones. It was a very good practice today. And um, I tweeted this out that 
I certainly believe the Raiders won the practice, but both teams won drills or both teams won certain plays, but the Raiders did win the practice. I think it was pretty clear talking. Uh, I think other people agreed with my assessment when I, once I offered it, including uh, many members of the uh, Bay Area media. So it was a good day for the Raiders, a very, very good day. I think the first thing you got to talk about is the defense has looked good all training camp. But I've told you, you know, that's certainly good to see, but they know the route trees of the offense. They know the plays of the offense, so they can jump routes and everything else. And I said to you, we wouldn't really be able to judge it. You could certainly say it looked better, but you weren't going to be able to judge it until these, these practices. And let me tell you, now there is another joint practice tomorrow. There's two next week with the Rams, two preseason games. The last one really, it, it's not irrelevant, but doesn't matter. I'll get into more on that later against the Cowboys. But what you need to be aware of and what you need to know is that against a very good team, and if you think about it, there'll be four joint practices. They won the first one. Now, I understand that Raider fan, a lot of them are skeptical or whatever. I get that, okay? Your your franchise has told you just win. Last year they were undefeated. But last year I certainly talked about things looking good, and they did. But I was never as encouraged on the Raider team as I was today. And, you know, I, I got a lot of I don't care way I want to see in the season. Okay, then, then why do you follow people that cover it? If you're going to wait till the season, I, I do. why let your life be miserable? But I'm not your counselor. I'm just giving you some advice. So I'm going to go through what I saw today. First of all, I saw the Raiders defense play exactly how it has played the entire camp. They were physical. There were turnovers. There were breakups. You saw a lot of players. And I'm going to get into specific players. Again, I said I think I got 18 to talk about. But they played extremely well. They were very physical. And there were a couple of times where you could tell the Niners um, were well aware this wasn't the Raider team they played the last year. They were super good. And it was, and then the offense um started slow. And but man, they caught in the one-on-one drills, they started slow. Then they caught momentum and just took off. And I'm gonna tell you. When Jimmy Garoppolo was on, they couldn't stop him. It was the one, two, three, read, throw, one, two, three, getting the ball out, great reads. And and, and I, I, I talked about this before, but it's very pertinent to get this out to you. Jimmy's interceptions last week came at the second and third read, but I need to explain because there are different second and third reads. And let me explain, please. When you come to the offensive line of scrimmage, you see the quarterback look right, you look left, he looks where the mic is. He's looking, you know, at the boundary, the field. He's looking at, you know, are they in nickel? Are they in dime? Are they in press? Are they in cover two? And that's his first read. So when Jimmy makes the right read there and maybe going to the line of scrimmage, let's say the X was his, his first read, but he looks and says, okay, I'm going to go to the Y. I'm going to go to a Z or a tight end, whatever. That's making a second and third pre-snap read. Again, pre-snap. Jimmy's struggles comes after the snap at the second and third receiver. So it's not the second and third pre-snap. 
is so Jimmy, when when he makes the right read at the line, he has just looked phenomenal. Not good. He's looked phenomenal. Now, I know a lot of people are telling you he can't throw a deep ball. Well, I'm there, and I'm, I'm watching him do it in practice. Now, does he throw a deep ball like Dan Marino? Nope. But neither does Tom Brady. So in this offense, he doesn't have to throw like that. He throws one good enough to keep people honest. And uh, and that's what he needs to do. Now, I'm getting a lot of people say to me, "Well, we're, why can't? Why don't you have video of the practices or videos of some of the you know the 11 on 11 deep throws? Because there's limited windows that we're allowed to videotape, and you know they don't want other teams to be able to look at film and and get get schematics and that kind of stuff. And I would think if you're a Raider fan, yes, you want to see it, but I would think if you're a Raider fan, you would more importantly, want the people that are there to tell you what they're seeing and keep the schematics away from your opponents. I would think that, but maybe I'm wrong. Now, let's start digging in on people. Uh, the first one I want to talk about was Jade Nesta Silver. Silvera, excuse me. Now, I've not talked a lot about Jade, and I'm going to tell you why I have. I haven't talked to them, first of all, about him. I mean, I've briefly mentioned them, but not in anything because I wanted to give him some time to adjust. Okay. He's looked good, but today he was dominant. Today he fought, he broke double teams, he created pressure. Um, I wanted to see if it were sustained. Now we're only into two weeks of training camp. Actually, we're in the third week, but only the first of the joint practices, and he will be playing in preseason games. So he's going to get six, maybe eight, if he plays in Dallas, uh, you know, real opportunity. So it's only one. You need to temper that. But he looked great today and showed a, a um, motor like a Max Crosby. Now, listen, Max is going into his fifth year. Jade is going into his third week. So let, let's let's temper it a little bit. But he showed it. Now, let's see if he can do it all year long. And if he can, that young man's going to be special. He, uh, I, I said all along, I thought he was going to make the team. I've seen nothing from him this camp to think Jaden Silvera does not make this team. He going to make this roster. And his teammates love him. They don't like him. They love him. Okay, then let's turn around to Byron Young. Now, you may remember Byron late last week came off the pup list. And absolute beast. His, uh, I mean, I told you after the draft, go back and watch my videos after the draft of why they loved him. He looked great in run, which he always has. I mean, he was a stud in run blocking. I mean, in run defense. And uh, even had some pressures in there. And uh, I really like his upside, too. He's uh, he going to be a special player. I think he's going to be really good. Now, I'm going to talk to you about a guy that you probably haven't heard a lot about, Adam Plant. He's a UDFA from UNLV. I am not ready to say that he's made the team. Uh, he's going to be with the organization if they can keep him in a practice squad situation. But if he plays the way he played today, in the rest of these practices and in these preseason games, he gonna give he gonna give somebody some difficulty on decision day. That young man 
is a scrapper. Um, I got asked in an interview, how would I describe him? And it's really unique. Um, he's different than all the others. Um, there are other guys, bigger, faster, stronger. There are other guys with some better technique, but man, his want to, you can't teach that now. You just can't teach it. And I watched him take some reps against some, some, uh, 49ers ones and he gave them all they wanted. He looked really, really good. Uh, Jacorian Bennett, just can, again, getting reps with the ones I, I, everyone's not everyone. Clearly that's, uh, not true. Uh, many people have asked me about the new depth chart and I, I would respectfully say to you, blow it off. Um, they're not going to put rookies in ones who haven't played a game yet, even though they are ones. So I, I would just blow it off, but you do whatever you would like. But um, Adam Plant has looked exceptionally good. Now, Jacorian Bennett, like I was mentioning, man, that kid, he is so tough and so fast. And his ability, um, I'm, I'm going to, someone said to me, is he like Marcus Peters? No, he's not. Um, totally different player, much more physical. Um, but he is, he's got speed. And so even when he makes a mistake, <clears throat> like I saw him today against a very good starting 49er receiver, where the guy got by him because of technique, but then uh, Bennett caught up with him and was able to knock the ball away just because of that speed. Again, I still say he's a starter and he's the real deal. Uh, another one, and, and this one's not going to surprise you, and so I even debated whether or not to talk about it, but I think I need to. Max Crosby was the best player on the field and it wasn't even close. I mean, 49er players standing there watching him. Now, early in practice, he went one-on-one -on -one with Trent Williams, and they traded back and forth. Now, remember, Trent Williams is one of the best offensive tackles in all the National Football League. So, I mean, come on now. But, man, when they got into team, nobody stopped Max. One-on-one, -on -one, Trent had some success. I'd say they each won 50-50. But when it was team, nobody stopped Max. And he was just all over the place. Now, I tweeted about this because there was something that really surprised. Again, I apologize for being scruffy. I didn't have time to shave, so forgive me. Um, one of the things that really stood out to me today was I've been around the Raiders. This is my fourth season. And I've always liked the team. Good guys. Really, really good guys. Um, you know, from time to time, maybe there's been a, one or two guys I didn't like, but but really good guys, top to bottom. Every year it's been that way. But it was different today. That defense, every defender was up, cheering on the offense. And when the defense was out there, every offensive player was cheering. It was the first time that I thought, man, that's a team. Even when Rich Bisacci took them to the playoffs, and they all liked each other. Great camaraderie. It's great. It wasn't like this. And I asked the guys about it, and they all admitted, yeah, that's true. This group has just galvanized. I think it's a year in the system. Um, I think they trust each other. 
They like each other. A lot of these guys stayed here and worked out or went to other states and worked out with each other, offense and defensive players together. Um, I think a lot of it's the Garoppolo effect. Jimmy Garoppolo, um, and this is no slam on any previous Raiders quarterbacks, but Jimmy has really galvanized and brought the guys together. In fact, I put an interview up early tonight. I would really recommend you go watch. Um, I asked Jimmy, when you went to the for, to the 49ers, you, you gripped that locker room immediately. Then you get here, you don't do anything in the offseason. I mean, that we're allowed to see. But your teammates bragging about how you've grabbed the locker room. And I said, what makes you such a good leader of men? Go, go listen to his interview. I thought he was exceptional, very exceptional. And uh, But I, I think a lot of it has to do with Garoppolo. I think a lot of it has to do with Marcus Epps, Marcus Peters, Robert Spillane, and Max and Chandler. And I think a lot of it um, has to do with a Colton Miller and a Devontae Adams and a Jacoby Myers. I mean, Jacoby Myers is killing it. That guy. And let me tell you, to go from being a one to a two, a lot of guys' egos wouldn't have let him do it. He swallowed his ego because he knows he's playing behind Devontae. And God himself would probably be WR2. And please don't send me the heresy to use God. I'm, I'm simply using it as a joke. But um, he is just killing it. And, and Devontae's having a great camp. Devontae is just shredding guys. But Jacoby's looking great. DeAndre Carter's looking great. Hunter. I mean, these guys are doing it. Now, one thing you saw a little bit today with Trey Tucker, he made a couple of plays, but he's the rook. And with all those good receivers, those guys were making plays and getting open. And uh, the Raiders were, were mean in business. So don't read into your didn't hear a lot about Trey. He did okay. But those other guys, man, they shine. And uh, it, it was very, very special. And so I think to see the way the whole thing's mesh, meshing um, is very, very telling. Now I want to talk about Robert Spillane for a minute. Um, I would encourage you to go watch the interview I put up with Max Crosby. I've been telling you guys since they signed him in free agency, he was an intense stud. The Pittsburgh Steelers wanted to keep him, couldn't. Um, the Raiders were just willing to overpay. Now I want to go back because remember I told you I've got a long-form article coming in a couple weeks about how they got to where they are today. And I'm going to give you more details, but – they knew they needed a quarterback. They needed a Max Crosby in the linebacker, and they needed a Max Crosby um, in the in the defensive backfield. Now, they don't need cookie-cutter Maxes, but guys of that kind of intensity in football IQ. And so they go get Robert Spillane, and this guy's intensity is through the roof. He matches Crosby intensity for intensity. And so he's got guys in position. He's moving guys. He's tapping guys on the rear on the defensive line. He he did a move today, and I, I don't want to say too much because I think this could reveal some strategy. Now, I like to use the term strategery, and then people always want to tell me, that's not a word. Okay, it's not. But you know what I mean, and I like it, and it's my podcast. So strategery. And I actually got that uh, from an NFL coach, so I'm going to use it. He knows the defense so well that there were a couple of times he moved defensive tackles 
and the the and the play went right to where they were and they just stopped it. I mean, it was it was very impressive as well as he made plays, getting guys in coverage, um, linebackers in coverage, so that you know the defensive backs could make some plays. It was just a great day by him. He has absolutely looked the part. Then Marcus Epps, the quarterback of the entire backfield. Um, again, remember I told you Marcus Epps isn't going to get five interceptions or three interceptions and a, two fumble recoveries. I don't think he would get five turnovers for the season. But if this was Hawkey, he'd be getting, I'm going to guess, 15, 16 on assists. Getting guys. I mean, Amik Robertson today going against the ones. And boy, Amik's had a camp. Whew. He's fun to watch. I just like that kid a lot. He's such a good kid. And he's just very pleasant. And and he's just fun to be around. His teammates love him. High energy. But there was a play where Epps is moving him. And it was the last play of the 49er ones. And Amik makes this pass breakup that had Epps not put him in that position, uh, he wouldn't have been able to do it. And it was very impressive to me. And it was super impressive to me. And again, he should have got a assist, but it was a meek brain making a great play, but it was also because he was in the right spot. Now, a lot of people asked you, well, how come a meek isn't playing more? Well, they didn't have a Marcus Epps back there. Now, having said that, a lot of people asking me about Chris Smith. Chris has had a very good solid camp, but he's a rookie and Epps is getting a ton of those reps because Epps is trying to work with the guys and look at reads and, and set things up. They drafted Chris Smith because he is a Marcus Epps. He's got the high football IQ. He's a leader like Epps. Um, they fully expect that when Epps's contract is over, that Chris Smith's going to take his place. So don't you be a fretting when it comes to Chris Smith. He's the real deal. Just you're not hearing as much because of the situation. Then you come to Marcus Peters, who we all know is a ball hawk. That guy just finds ways to, to, to get interceptions, to get breakups, to make plays. Now, he's a different cat. He is an interesting guy. I really like him. He's impressed me. Um, he's edgy, and uh, he's not afraid to, to, to take a shot. Calculated, but take a shot. And... I have been impressed with his character, just the way he's helping young guys, receivers. There was a play today where a Raider, a young Raider receiver, um, the ball wasn't thrown to him, but Peters noticed something he didn't. And when he came off the field, put his arm around him. I mean, that you can't pay for that. Remember, I mean, I know Hard Knox is telling us a completely different story, but remember Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, and, and I believe he's changed. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. People do change. But do you remember Aaron Rodgers? He never wanted to help anybody. Now you watch Hard Knox, and dear Lord God, he's like Merlin Olson on Little House in the Prairie. He's helping everybody. But I'm surprised because a lot of stars, and Brett Favre didn't want to help Aaron Rodgers, but a lot of stars are not that way. Every Raider a uh, vet is this way. It's very impressive. And Marcus Peters, I wondered what he was going to be like. And there is not a selfish bone in that guy's body. I would have been very impressed with him. Um, next, I want to talk about Duke Shelley. Now, you got to like a guy whose name is Duke. 
Okay. But Duke Shelley now, he he's made some plays. He he's let everybody know I'm here. And uh, you better put a little respect on my name. He's playing really well. And what I have been impressed with him was two things. I was very impressed with his footwork. That impressed me. Um, I had not noticed that from him before playing, but I've noticed it in camp. And today especially, uh, I like his footwork. So that's a guy who's playing very, very well. I remember telling you guys this offseason, a lot of you, boy, you wanted to give me the business that this defensive backfield was greatly improved. I, I don't remember who, but people were emailing me. You know, other media are saying they've done nothing to improve. Well, I don't know who you were listening to. Uh, I did not read that, but I'm telling you, they did a ton to improve. Peters, Epps, Shelley. I mean, we can keep going. Jacorian Bennett, Chris Smith. Uh, again, there, there, there's more. This is a very deep defensive back group, and they are very aggressive. They are up in guys' faces. Um, I think they're going to maybe get some um, pass interference penalties this year. Maybe they didn't get as much. I think they got them in the past, but it was for mistakes. Now they're going to get them for aggression. I think that's okay. That's okay. I, again, it's only one practice. We're not trying to act like they won the Super Bowl. But after two weeks of seeing it, and then you see it in in – in joint practices against a very good team, I think you can start to be encouraged. And I, I think you should be. Um, I want to talk about, I mentioned a a minute ago, but I just want to go back and talk about this kid is just fun. His teammates love him. I mean, I'm, I, I want to ask a player for permission before I tell you a story, but he did something today and you can tell he's just so full of energy that at times maybe, uh, Guys get a little frustrated, and then they just laugh because they love him. He is Mr. Encourager. Uh, I watched a vet, and we know he's a vet, but come on, he's a young player. I uh, watched a vet today that made a big mistake. And, man, Amik's over there, and the guy's just ignoring him, ignoring him, finally just puts his arm around him. you got to have guys like that. They're glue guys, and that's Amik. Now, let me tell you another guy having a great camp. I mean a great camp is Chandler Jones. Katie bar the door. That guy is disruptive. At no time last year did I see him playing like he had previously. Now, I've got to enter in the interest of full disclosure. I really like Chandler a lot. I always have. I've always respected his game. I've respected his character as a man. Um, and last year, his effort was there the entire year, even though the results weren't. The, all the effort remains the same this year. Nothing's changed there. And I told you guys, most players maybe have a bad year in year one or year two. You know, his bad year comes after a decade plus. So we're going to give him a mulligan, but he looks like the real deal. And uh, I, I'm glad because I like him. And I'm going to be honest. I'm going to make sure I think about this. Yeah, as of right now, I, there's not one guy in this team I don't like. Um, and that I don't know the last time I've been able to say that. You know, there may be, have been one or two guys that maybe I didn't care for, but that's not that way with this team at all. This is just a really good team, good guys, and Chandler certainly speaks about that, uh, speaks to that, excuse me. I want to talk about the defensive line because I'm going to talk more about it in, in a little bit. Um, 
but they are getting pressure now and they're able to get pressures without blitzes. That's the big deal. You may remember the Giants team that was led by Eli Manning that beat the undefeated Patriots in the Super Bowl. At that Super Bowl, you may remember the reason it worked was because the Giants were able to get pressure without um, having to blitz so they could put more guys in coverage. It was only one day, but I'm telling you, it was an impressive day. Uh, the defensive line, not just the ends, um, but in Malcolm Koontz, by the way, very, very showing off that athleticism. That's going to be fascinating to watch him. But you guys know I've, I've been big on Malcolm. Um, I like him a lot, but he's looked really good too as well. But the defensive line, um, just getting pressure with a four-man rush. And um, that, to me, has stood out a lot. I think it surprised the 49ers. There were a couple times where you could see Shanahan was a little frustrated. You could see some of the coaches were um, – Pretty frustrated. At times today, you saw the Raiders coaches coaching, but at no time did you see frustration. You saw frustration from uh, uh, 49er coaches today. I think that they, now, I clearly have not in their heads, and I don't have PSP. Uh, but you, uh, there was a sense that I think they thought they were going to come in and, and and take care of the Raiders, and they got punched in the face. And um, I think they were a little bit surprised at the physicality. This was not the Raiders team they played last year. They had a couple of physical players, but it wasn't the mindset of the team. This was the mindset of the Raiders today. There, It was brutal. I'm going to get into more of that in a minute. i got to tell you a great Greg Van Roten story. Um, well, I'll tell you, let's just tell you right now. So Greg Van Roten a couple of times. Now, this is an old Grizzly veteran from the Buffalo Bills. And uh, when they signed him, I said this was a great sign. He's getting lots of reps with the ones and the twos. He's the real deal. Now, this guy, he's just tough as nails. And I asked, again, go back and watch the interview with Max Crosby. I asked Max Crosby because Max talks about I want guys to be mean. You don't want people to be dirty, but you want them to be mean. It's how football's meant to be played. It's meant to be played agile mobile and hostile and uh max was talking about how much he loves mean players so i said to him you know greg van roten there was one time when he jerked a guy in the jaw and another time he's slapping guys in the side of the head and playing to the echo of the whistle very physical guy very very physical and you could tell he was frustrating the 49ers too and uh, i asked him i said hey do you see a little bit of richie incognito and Greg Van Roden, and his answer is pretty funny. I'm not saying he is Richie, but he's got that edge. Man, I like guys that play with edge. I like guys that play the game of football with a rabid, um, with a rabid love of the game. I like guys that, hey, I'm 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 glad to be making the money, but I still love the game. I I mean, I pinch myself every day in practice watching a Marcus Epps and a Marcus Peters and a Robert Spillane and a Chandler Jones and, and Max Crosby and Colton Miller, Dylan Parham and, you know, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brian Hoyer battling, a Devontae, a Jacoby. I mean, there's so many guys in this team that are just old school football players. 
just old school. <laughs> I mean, nobody stops Devante, okay? We're just going to go out here and just say, nobody stops Devante. In fact, I don't remember who I was joking with, but I'm, I'm sure it was Q Myers from Raider Nation Radio. What a good buddy he is. And I don't remember who the other guy is. Could I just don't remember. So forgive me, whoever that third person was, please forgive me. May have been Vinny Bonsignor, but whoever it was. And we were talking about, Devontae's just got to be your first read every time because he's always open. And so here's Devontae, double coverage. Boom, 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 open catch, runs away from everybody and walks back and goes. I mean, he's not arrogant. It's just he's that good. And uh, it's fun. Hunter Renfro, same way. Uh, again, not an arrogant bone in Hunter's body, but just finding ways to get open. These are guys playing because they loved it. And they wanted to be out there. And they were. Uh, another guy I want to talk about is Dylan Parham. Now, y'all know I've just been big on Dylan. I thought they stole him in the draft last year. Took a lot of criticism because I said that. But if you remember before the draft, we had previewed him because we knew the Raiders really, really liked him. He is so consistent. I even talked to Jimmy Garoppolo about it today. You can go watch that interview. He's just so consistent. He just If he has one bad play – you know you're going to do 20 good ones in a row. He never repeats a mistake. He's playing like a grizzled veteran. Now, I have said this to you before in the offseason. I'm going to tell you now. He's only year two, so there's still some learning curve. That guy's going to be wearing the silver and black a long time. And you should be – and I'm going to say this because I'm a dad. There are so many good guys on this team, just good human beings, good fathers, good husbands, just good people, just – salt of the earth, good players on this team. And I'm not saying Dylan's better than any of them, but there's nobody better than him. If you're looking for a jersey, you got a young kid on your team and your family, one that he can wear for a long time or she can wear for a long time, or you go get a Dylan Parham jersey. This kid just, he was so physical today, watching him on one-on-one drills, watching him in, in, in the scrimmages, just physical. I mean, just He's stronger this year, which is amazing to me because I thought he was strong last year. And he's just physical at the point of attack. And, man, you could tell Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo loves his left side. He likes his right side, too. But you got Dylan Parham and you got Colton Miller. And uh, let's just say Jimmy's going to sleep well at night knowing he's got those two guys. Really, both of them looked extremely good. And and let's just touch on Colton. Um, I – was very impressed with him in one-on-one drills. He held his own, but in the scrimmages, when guys are near him, you know, where if a guy spins, he can let a guy go and grab another guy, which is how you play football. One-on-one drills are great, but it isn't really how the game played. Uh, He didn't give up a sack. He just, him and Dylan anchored the left side and there was no concern whatsoever. Uh, They owned the San Francisco um, defensive line when they came at him. Uh, Another thing that um, really impressed me was Thayer Mumford. He is having a really good camp. Now, um, I think other than Colton and Dylan, he looked some of the best in the one-on-one drills. And then he gets into the game and he was – scrimmaging i mean he was playing with ones and twos and looked good i didn't I, I didn't see one bad play out of him at all not one um 
he looked really sharp. Thayer Mumford's pushing hard. I don't think he's going to start, but um, yet. But Jermaine Illuminor probably can't see him in his rearview mirror because he's close to his side. And uh, that's not a slam on Jermaine. It's just a compliment to Thayer. He's looked phenomenal. And I want to end with this because I think it's important. You guys know I live in Realville. I'm not a Raider fan. Um, and let me explain what I mean by that because I get asked a lot. I didn't grow up a Raider fan. I loved watching the Raiders. My father had so much respect for the Raiders. And growing up in the 70s and the early 80s, they were always on Monday Night Football. So I really liked them. But I'm from Michigan. And so when you're born in Michigan, there are a lot of good things about being born in Michigan. Go green. Um, but one of the curses is you're a Lions fan. Just it's a curse. And even when I covered the Lions every day, it's just the reality of it. And so I'm not a Lions fan anymore. I'm I'm not really a fan. I have fans that fans. I have friends that play on almost every team, coach on almost every team, involved in management on almost every team. So I really root for my friends. But having said that, I root for good people. And this Raiders team is good people, really, really good people. And so, yeah, I want to see them do well. I don't root against them. And, uh, but my job is to not hype you. You know, you know, there are some things that, that I want to see. I want to see some more of the offensive linemen continue to play well. I thought there were times today when Alex Bars looked really, really good. Uh, there were times today when Brandon Parker looked really, really good. A couple of times when Jermaine Illuminor looked really good, but I want to see some more guys step up there. I love the competition, and uh, but I, I'm I'm going to watch that closely. I'm going. I am I'm not concerned about the rushing game because Josh is going to be back and play. Um, but still, I'd like to see one of those backup guys, a Zamir, really begin to shine in the passing game, or an Amir. Um, you know, shine even more in the running game. I want to see that from those guys. I want to see some more consistent. So that that's concerning for me. Um, but other than that, there isn't a whole lot of concerns. Brian Hoyer looked extremely sharp. And I know everyone says he's a 15 year guy. Okay. Well, you know what? He's your backup. Like it or not, he's your backup. Now, Aiden O'Connell continues to look super good, just super good. Um, I had someone ask me, I don't know if it was a tweet or an email today, um, am I sure Aiden O'Connell's looking good because they keep hearing he isn't? I don't know where you're hearing that. But I'm, I'm telling you, I'm at practice, and the reality is he is looking good. Do I think later on in the year he could go past Hoyer because of his youth? Maybe. Um, it's going to depend on, first of all, if Jimmy gets injured. Um, but – We'll see. But I, I, I just think Brian Hoyer's looked really good. Aiden O'Connell has looked very, very sharp as well. He's coming along. Uh, I really like that kid. In fact, did an interview a couple of days ago. You can go back and watch that. Really encourage you to watch that interview with him. Really level-headed. In fact, I asked him, you know, he walked on at Purdue. Now, I covered the Big Ten for over 20 years before I came out to cover the Raiders. And so I'm going to say this with all respect, all respect. Um, Purdue's a nice school. 
but it's not a football power. And so there's a he walks on at Purdue. If he would have came out after his junior year, probably would have been a first round draft pick. Now he's come to the NFL and playing well. That kid's smart. And I'm going to tell you what I like about him a lot is he really listens to Brian Hoyer. And Brian has given him a ton of great advice. And uh, when Brian's career's over, if Aiden becomes like I believe he's going to become, yo, you guys owe Brian Hoyer a big thank you. You can't see that in a stat sheet. But I'm going to tell you today, Brian today versus the ones on San Francisco, he tore them up. And um, uh, I don't think he played as good as Jimmy, but he played more with the ones than Jimmy. And so there was more room for some, you know, whatever. And, and San Francisco's good. They're going to make plays too. But Brian looked really good in Aiden. So overall, if I was uh, grading the Raiders today, I give them a solid B+. Um, someone asked me, since I, I said both teams made plays, but the Raiders won, how would I have described today if it were a game? I would have said 17-14 Raiders win. And uh, started out San Francisco, I think, looked better in one-on-one drills. And then the Raiders just came back, and it went like this. And the Raiders just, once they got into, you know, competitive, team competitive, you know, 11-on-11s and 7-on-7s, and seven it, it, it just was the Raiders. They won it. So, overall, B+. Plus. Again, this is a Raider team that didn't make the playoffs last year that went against a team that, had Jimmy or Purdy not got injured, probably would have went to a Super Bowl, and uh, the Raiders beat him. So it's the first practice. I'll have more on this tomorrow, and I'm going to be doing podcasts like this at in um, you know throughout, and then every uh, after every game as well. So you'll get my input right after every game. So I want to really let you know I appreciate you listening. I know there are a lot of podcasts, and you don't have to listen to this one, and you do. And I don't take that for granted. So I want you to know from me to you, I appreciate you. I'm grateful. Again, sorry about this, but uh, I, I'm grateful for all of you. Please take a second, subscribe to our page and uh, and just, hey, subscribe and join us and stick with us and let your friends know about it. But thanks for watching. We appreciate you guys. God bless you. Have a great night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. It is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider Production on the Fans First Sports Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.